If you're an adventurer, there's one place that you absolutely have to shop. There is, because there's this place called Mototomic, and they have the gas can hoodie, which when you put it on, it feels like a hug. And if you're a true adventure rider, you know that some days don't go as planned and you need a hug. But not only the gas can hoodie, Mototomic has other things too. Like what, Cappy? Like beanies, cups, stickers, t-shirts, and probably my favorite dry bag. That orange dry bag is badass. It is. Mototomic.com. Link in the description. So, Chappie, I got a confession to make. Confess to me. I've been talking to our buddy from B-Moto, Paco Pete. You know B-Moto, that shop that does really cool stuff like... Off-road performance engines and suspensions. They even can Cerakote with ceramic finishes. So the outside is just as strong as the inside. Which is awesome and brings me to my confession, Cody Proof Certification. Because Paco Pete told me they're going to take care of my engine and Cody Proof it. That's something that not too many places can say. No, definitely not. I would just suggest go over to bmoto.com and check it out. They've got some pictures of what they do. Bootiche.com. Link in the description of the podcast. Yes, because it's hard to spell, but they do good work. You're listening to the Throttled Adventures Podcast. And now, your hosts, Cody and Chappie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Throttled Adventures. Episode Cody. 34. Yes, 34. Can't believe it, man. Yeah, we're over the, the half a year mark. We're rolling into what we're in the middle, almost the middle of July now. We started this whole process in like October and got all our testing and whatnot out of the way. We went live on Black Friday. The shopping day. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> that just sounded funny. Yeah. I was no, like no Black History Month. What? No, that's in February. Oh. Oh, okay. Sweet. Well, uh, how are you doing, Chappie? I'm doing all right. It's fucking raining here. It's been like a deluge of water since like last Thursday, and it's Friday, so it's over a week. It's been soggy. Well, how are your um, arc building skills, Noah? <laughs> My nephew's name is Noah, and I would not get in an arc that he built. Sorry, no. Noah. He's <laughs> he's not your carpenter of choice. <laughs> no. <laughs> Well, give him time. He could grow into it. Possibly. <laughs> but it looks like there's uh it's gonna be another soggy weekend. But well, it is what it is. That's a bummer. Get it out of the way now. Get it out of the way now. I uh, well today's topic I think was uh there used to be this song called One Eight Hundred Suicide. Suicide. Yeah. You talk to our line, get off, you die. It was a pretty funny song, actually. I don't think <laughs> I've ever heard that one. <laughs> Dr. Suicide or some crap. It was uh, in the clubs. <laughs> anyway, it was pretty funny because it's like, press one for death by electrocution. <laughs> if you do not want to die, hang up. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, uh, on a more serious note, uh, yeah, 
Mental health. Mental health. Mental health. Yes, that is a very serious topic. Yeah. Um, sometimes life doesn't go to your plans. No. Kind of funny that we had an episode last week, planning. <laughs> yes, planning uh, a trip. Yeah, a beautiful, glorious trip of a lifetime. And sometimes, sometimes the powers that be say, hey, you're going to do that next year, buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, it, it happens. So, I'm being sarcastic and not sarcastic. No, I am not suicidal, people. Okay. Just like the fireworks last week. <laughs> I'm dropping a bomb. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I don't know what button he hit to get that sound effect, but I did it. That was great. So I don't know how somber we want to be here. How joyful. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it's just, it's just, uh, Things happen. Uh, we've covered this topic so many times. Adventure happens when shit hits the fan, when things go to shit, when things go wrong. It's just part of life and having to deal with that. Sometimes, depending on your perception, your personality, uh, things like that can send you into a mental funk. Yes. Or you can... Shrug your shoulders and say, ah, that's the way it's meant to be. Let's figure something else out. Yep. And uh, I fell under both categories in the last few days. <laughs> um, yeah. Sometimes when uh, your best laid plans are interrupted for health reasons or money reasons or weather reasons or whatever it may be. It can be tough, so I don't know how you feel, but I thought maybe we could just touch on that. Um, yes, yeah. we're not the only people that shit goes wrong for. Uh, I don't right. think I don't think we have a coin or whatever a patent on <laughs> crap going wrong. But how you deal with it, and um, you know, I think attitude's going to be a big part of it. Uh, I agree. I mean, attitude usually is a big part. Um, if you're a drama queen or king, um, sometimes the uh, people go into their shells and it's like the end of the world type of thing. Um, you haven't like been dealing with it like that. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. <laughs> well, um, you didn't see me for the two days before I made the phone call, but... <laughs> But I, I mean, the, the people that I've had to, you know, that were expecting this to happen. A visit, you know, yes. Like, yeah, like my, my brother, you know, I had to let him know that it's just going to be me and him. So we need to plan a little bit different to, to drive. So, um, you know, like he said, you're, you're making the right choice. So, I mean with things the way they are uh you've alluded to uh, amber having you know the health issues they're yeah they're sorry not, people i honestly can't say the word so yeah they're not 
it's not life threatening. No. So it's not something like, you know, but it's something that she's really feeling off. So uh, you've elected to stay home and help her deal with that, be support. And it's the right choice. You know, family first. Family has to be first. Especially because she was your rock and getting you out and doing the thing last year. So, yeah, she's she's definitely my true north. And uh, I don't really even try and play tough like she's not. So, but yeah, um, after the way this this year started, you know, don't you know, being stranded. 1,200 miles from home and not being able to get home. And everybody was fine at home. Right. Like, like it was traumatizing. And uh, the thought of being 3,000 miles or, you know, give or take, away from home and something not being right just didn't feel right, you know? Exactly. It would be different if um, she had already been through it and she was on the recovery part. Yeah. And she was, yeah. but and we didn't have a doctor appointment like three days before I'm supposed to leave, <laughs> right? And not wanting to wait till the last minute to change plans. Yeah, I think, like I said, you've done the right right things. I mean, my plan was to feel you out here. Ooh, maybe I will come, <laughs> <laughs> and. Figure out, you know, because you you hadn't said exactly when your date was. So I was going to try and talk you into not coming. Whoa. If that was, if that was the, you know, situation, you know, like you said, you're three days before you're supposed to leave, you know. Yeah. Well, here's, here's the thing I, I would like to say, um. I've made some other good choices, apparently. Um, if you surround yourself with good people, um, life is good. Uh, I spent, for those of you who haven't figured it out, uh, looks like it's going to be 2022 when I make the trip back to the East Coast. Unfortunately, I'm sorry, y'all, but I spent two days almost puking in the toilet, seriously. Thinking about calling Chappie and saying, you know, things just, it would look better maybe next year. Because we've been talking about this for a year. I mean, and right. I'm, I'm excited. I knew you're excited. Um, sometimes life throws you curveballs, but I should have known since we've done 33 podcasts <laughs> and spent hours and hours on the phone that Chappie's a good guy and understands family first but i I was literally sick to my stomach like i did not want to call and uh so by surrounding myself with good people i appreciate uh first of all you're not freaking out and it helps that you kind of say you know you feel like it's a good call too because i just didn't want to let everybody down but at the end of the day I go to bed every night with my gal, so I definitely don't want to let her down. <laughs> right. And if the roles were were the if the roles were reversed, I would be doing the same thing in your shoes. Um the timing of the thing, I mean, 
if we had planned this for end of August, then you would be able to get to the doctor's appointment and then make a call. Yeah. But the then we'd the be pushing that, maybe snow, so No, I think we would be okay. Ah. But I had already put in for my vacation and to go and change it. I mean there's too many things that have already been pre planned. Yeah. Um, my we brother started. has yeah, he's passed on a plane ticket, which for him to go out and buy a plane ticket now, it's going to cost him double of what it would have costed because the prices have gone skyrocket. Yeah, I'm still a go for, I guess, it looks like a solo after trip. As bummed as I am, and sorry to bum you out, I'm glad you're still going, and I'm I'm a little freaking jealous. <laughs> um, I remember... Last year, doing my first solo BDR, and it was my home state, but still, the places they took me, I'd never been, so it didn't feel like home, you know? Right. And, man, it was the coolest, coolest experience I think I've ever had. It was a little, I won't lie, I was a little nervous, especially mm. at first, but I think about the time you hit the dirt, the first time. That nervousness will be gone if if you are nervous, and it becomes excitement. Like, oh, yeah, just... all all true honesty. Um, I too am bummed because instead of spending two weeks with my buddy, um, it's going to be a solo trip. With again, all true honesty, I am not nervous about the riding part. I think I have enough experience under my belt and. I know my limitations, and I'm not uh, a speedy rip-it-through type yeah. of person, so I, I don't take those chances anymore. Uh, the only thing that has me nervous is the, I guess, camping alone, because, you know, I'm new to that, and mm -hmm. I was you know, hoping to learn a lot from you on the trip. Um, I was hoping to share it. Yeah, but so I'll probably be you, picking your brain over the next couple of weeks, you and certainly then certainly can do that. And uh, once I start out on the trip, if you have service, you can call me. Yeah, I'm supposed to meet a friend in the morning when I start out, and then going to meet a, another friend that evening that's going to camp with me the first night, and then after that, you know. Balls in the air. I don't know. I'll probably, <laughs> I'll probably try and stay more towards the uh, established campgrounds. Yeah, that's where I'll was, probably pay for the camping and whatnot. I was going to suggest that if, if you're camping solo, that's the easiest way to get used to everything. Is yeah. just do a site. And uh, Tim told me that. And my first solo camp in a tent was on the way to meet him because uh, I got too tired and couldn't couldn't make it all the way to him. Hmm. And so I had to freaking find somewhere to camp. And, you know, Cody fashion, it was 1 o'clock in the morning when I pulled in. <laughs> and uh, But it was in a stab. Like there was some RVs around and not too many people were tenting it, but it was established. So I felt semi more secure, I guess. Right. And uh, after that one night, it wasn't too bad. The first night, I probably didn't sleep a lot. Like every time I heard a duck or 
bird chirp or something. <laughs> right. You know, you're like, what is that? Oh. Yeah, that, that, um, there's a few other things that I intended to, if the shit happened to learn from you, like, uh, how to get a tire off a motorcycle. I've done it on bicycles when I was a kid, kid, um, you know, young kid. Mm-hmm. Bicycle tires are really easy because they're pliable, especially when we're talking like BMX and stuff. Changing a tube on those was yeah. I remember doing those. We used to pump them up too much, and they would blow up, and it scared the holy bejesus out of me. Yeah, <laughs> but so I need to get with my brother here in the next four weeks and have him show me how to get the tire off. You know, just. Uh, tips and tricks i mean i'm sure i can figure it out it's just it's the same as like we're not talking about a street bike it's a dirt bike and yeah you know it's not as it's a little different and it's a it's an extended period of time off the beaten path so right i totally understand and i'll do anything i can to help you and yeah fingers crossed i uh continue my streak of no flat tires Oh boy, he went and said it. That's like telling the goalie he's got a fucking shutout coming up right before the yeah, end of the I've, buzzer. You don't do that. <laughs> you wait till the game's too, over. <laughs> I've said it too many times already for that to to be a. I mean, we've discussed it, you know, and and you've yeah. expressed your shock and awe. You've never had the no. I've never had a f- man. You know, I kind of. Well, I've had them like you know, you've you do short day trail rides or track rides right i mean mm-hmm. where you kind of trailer out and get it on the bike and so if you do have a problem like that it's not a big deal worst case you just wimp it back to the truck and take it home to the shop or whatever right <laughs> so i'd done many of those and you know got back to where there was like a little leak when i got back and i fixed it at home no biggie but i thought i was Oh yeah, this shit doesn't happen to me. Happens to other people. And then I got on the Utah BDR. We were. It was my group ride. John and John were with me. We were literally forty-five minutes into the trip. First day. John goes, "Hey, you feel like your bike's a little low? What are you talking about? You got flat tire." <laughs> you didn't even know it. I didn't know it. <laughs> oh. Well, we had been climbing some, it's called a Moki Dugway, and it's switchbacks. And they're very steep, and it's one of the most dangerous roads in the world, they say. One of the top ten, depending on where you look. But there's no guardrail or anything. And, and the drop, I mean, there's buses that have fallen down and trailer tractors that are down there. They haven't retrieved them. It used to be like a mining road beautiful views but i don't love heights so i'm just like holding on to the bike going up these switchbacks and we get to the top yeah no i didn't notice the tire i was just holding on for dear life (laughs) Mm. i thought i had one my last time out when i went to do the whole 360 camera test trial and test um but carlos had your back yes but you know the back tire was all over the place but it was just the the gravel and stuff. The rocks on top were really loose. And I was sitting. I can't stress that enough. And it doesn't matter whether you're on a big adventure bike or a little dual sport. When you get into the gravel and stuff like that, and you're sitting on your seat. Oh, boy. 
the bike wanders. When you stand up on the pegs, the bike is happy. And it just, it tracks so much better. That's how they're Uh, made to be. That's how they figure the suspension that you stand in. Well, yes, but you're, you're, I mean, even on the big adventure bikes and stuff, you know, when you stand on the pegs, you're centering your weight and the bike becomes happy. When you sit down, you're more towards the back. So you take some of the weight off the front, which allows it to wobble back and forth because it's not getting the traction that it wants. And you're putting too much on the rear, so it's marbling around on the yeah. on the rocks instead of tracking straight. It just It's just not happy. I thought that I had a flat tire. I stopped and <laughs> got off and looked and it's like, no, it's full. Yeah. And then uh I got back on the bike and I stood up and I was like, I guess I'm standing. Cause I wanted to, the, the way I had the camera set, I wanted it to be able to go over my shoulder. Yeah. That's a cool. And shot. usually it's hard packed, you know, dirt, but they had gone through and graded, graded it. it. Yeah. So it was I nice hate it and when smooth. They do that. Well, no, it was nice and smooth instead of, cause it was kind of washboardy. Oh. We had a lot of rain. So. Yeah, the washboard's actually the worst. Uh, where it Depends looks like it a tractor tire <laughs> has gone over it, you know? No, it was more like, uh, it, it was almost like rollers from a motocross oh. track. Okay, that's fun. That's Which fun stuff. can be. That's yeah, fun. Yeah, it can be depending on, you know, for a motorcycle. But cars use the road as well. And mm-hmm. it they don't wouldn't be it. nice for them. No. Yeah, out here on the mountains, they do. I don't know what they do to it, but it ends up looking like a, a tank tire or a tractor tire. Mm-hmm. Like every six inches, there's a little teeny lip, and I think it's so you get traction. But I'll tell you what, there's there is no speed from zero to sixty that feels good on that shit. No, it's like, like hitting the rumble strips. Uh, 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 yeah, even John. Who, I mean, he it rides does what extreme now? <laughs> John rides extreme enduro, and he's he's gets to the top of the road. He's like, "That's the worst terrain I've ever been on in my life." <laughs> right, we've seen him go up rocks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus, it just beats you up. That's funny shit. I think you'll I think you'll be good, and um, you know, it's funny. Uh, I don't know if we spoke about this much, but Tim told me it and I was like, okay, well, Tim said it. It's kind of got to be true, but whatever. (laughs) But as it happens, when you're on those adventures, say you did get a flat tire, you're going to be probably, oh, freaking crap, end of the world. I don't know. However, you're dealing with it. It has a way somebody happens by, it used to be a freaking Honda mechanic for Jeremy McGrath or some crap's gonna roll by you, have freaking ten tire irons in their truck. It's right. just it's weird. And Tim always told me just trust that the universal take care of you. You know. Yeah, and there's gonna be other people doing the the route. Yep. So yep. I mean, somebody will come by, and you know, yeah. they might have the knowledge. Um, yeah, I'm not saying like that said, you shouldn't prepare. I mean, yeah, we should we should uh, work with your brother, maybe watch a few vids or something. But yeah, just saying. Other than oh. Minnesota, 
the world takes care of you. If you go to Minnesota, all bets are off, people. It's kind of a little off topic, but you kind of, <laughs> when you brought up my brother, mm-hmm. I just all of a sudden remembered, I kind of have a new project coming through. I sent you a picture of something a I few recall days ago. I this picture. Yes. It's of a, a brand I've never sat on before. Uh, me either. And it's a rare thing. So my buddy that I used to work with has a 1970, get this right, AWE Harley Davidson 175 dirt bike that's in disrepair. Disrepair. Needs to be be restored. (laughs) I like that. But um, he just wants it out of his yard. Oh, so that's the cost. This weekend, yeah, that's the cost. The oh. cost is going over to pick it up. Shit. So between me, my brother, and my buddy Andy, we chipped in over the last year and a half or so and just rebuilt a '76 Mako. Andy ended up doing all the work because of COVID. We couldn't congregate with a big, you know. Nice play there, Chappie. Nice play. Well, no, because I, the full intention was to, the three of us work on that over the winter and whatnot and film the majority of it so it could go up on YouTube. Oh, wait, wait. Are you saying that you had a plan? Yes, I had a plan. um, It didn't work out. (laughs) Well, I mean, because Andy's wife works at a place that takes care of elderly people that yeah people that can't take care of themselves mm-hmm. um so that she had be to be careful bad. with who yeah. she was near and stuff like that yeah. so it's it, and you know my brother's wife works at a restaurant my wife works at a supermarket so it so was it's bigger yeah, risk. It's, yeah. I get it because yes. my wife works with cancer patients so same thing like she couldn't be like traveling the world and going back to work. <laughs> exactly. So the way it worked out was uh, my brother and I just became funds for the, the build, unfortunately. But hopefully the Harley Davidson is going to be different. Yeah. And it's a little bit different because my buddy's got 10 Makos that are all restored. And they're Holy gorgeous and crap. beautiful. Yes, and we've got this 1976 that we put together, you know, all the parts and stuff. He did all the work getting it together. It runs, and that was one of the things that if you were here with enough time that we were going to go up to the track and do some motocrossing on some old bikes. But, you know, postpone next year. Yep, 2022 it is because I've got big plans. I'm going to go so big that the universe is going to have to really kick me in the nuts. Hopefully that doesn't. I'm hoping the universe cooperates in 2022. We're getting it out of the way. But, uh, you know, as bummed as I I was and have been, you know, I didn't want to let you guys down. Plus, I wanted to participate. It's not like I was just coming because you wanted me to come. I wanted to participate as well. Right. But the thought entered my head, you know, if I wait till next year, possibility i could be on say a 790 or an 890 which would make that trip 
from my house to your house, much, much more enjoyable. <laughs> I don't know about the BDR once I get there, but the trip right. to there be much, much nicer. And uh, so, yeah, 2022 it is, and you just, we roll with it. But I was looking forward to riding those dirt bikes. And maybe next year we'll have more time. It won't be so stressful. This was our practice run. Plus, Chappie's going to pre-run the route for me so he can right. give me a heads up. Yeah, because neither of us have been on the Mabder. I mean, the the Nebder, I live right here. I can do that at any point. Um, so I'm probably not going to do the the whole, you know, both routes all the way up to Canada. We'll see. Um, yeah. Time. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to see what there is to see, you know, find the things that we need to stop and see. And some of the things that hmm, maybe it's a, maybe we can roll through. Chappie is going to find himself. I find myself. You will find yourself. Every time I walk into the bathroom, the mirror shows me right where I am. Yeah, I know, but it's going to be different. <laughs> it's so cool. Like I am yeah. genuinely excited for you because I mean, I still get some of the same uh, emotions or experiences as I go on BDRs now. Right. But like the first time there's just the first time I was on a motorcycle for more than three days, just camping was like life changing. It was so cool. Yeah. This so is, cool. uh, this is going to be my first, I mean, I've done a few trips with the wife on a street bike, staying in hotels, you know. Excited uh, for you, man. A lot different. It is a lot different. And there's no way to explain what you're going to. Ah, man, I'm just excited for you. <laughs> I'm so bummed I can't. I mean, even if I could be a fly just watching you. <laughs> well, you'll have to wait. Uh, I still intend to uh, film as much as possible. I hope you do. Vlog it. A little bit, you know, or document it. It'll be yeah. a good trial run for you. You've got a lot of new camera toys. I do. Which I also was looking forward to checking out. Yes. Just um, postponed. I got to keep telling myself it's just postponed. Yes. Uh, we were planning on a huge, big production because we both have camera stuff of Lots. documenting the whole trip from start to finish. Which we can still do. Yes. Um, but. You know, this is going to be the wah, 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 precursor probably to the big pre-production. That Yeah, this know, is just a foreplay. Everything that happens will probably be the like the first five minutes of our huge production because it's going to tell the story about, oh, we got to postpone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, the, the throttled adventures snake from Virginia to Canada is uh 22 back in yeah back in pre pre-production pre-pre-production <laughs> you know and uh the snake looks more like two twos kind of mm. you know that's the biggest thing i'm afraid well, of. i say snakes coming out there yeah i mean we have snakes here i almost ran over one not too long ago and honestly all of my years, 46 in Utah, it's probably the second snake I've ever seen out on a trail. Like, 
outside of a cage other than at Johnny's house. Johnny has five snakes all over his freaking house and uh, I hate snakes, but I've watched the Mabder or any BDR. I can't remember which one. I think it was the any BDR and there's like black snakes that go on the road and they were, Yeah, they're not poisonous. The dude's like, don't hit them. I'm like, fuck, I I ain't taking no special care. If that snake gets in my way, and then they're like, what, they can get caught in your spokes, come up, bite your ass. I'm just, I'm like Indiana Jones 100%. He was like my hero growing up. Yeah, well, I'm just, I'm laughing because like the snakes, when they see you, they want to run away. That is uh, true. They want to get not away. Like we're I watched in... a thing on Discovery last night about that. Yeah, there's At no first, real... they want to get away from you. But if you keep provoking them, then they're going to get pissed. Yeah, and they may bite and you're going to get like a prick. But it's not. Well, I don't want not. a prick. I haven't joined the rainbow team. I don't care if you people have rainbow on, but I don't want a prick right now. <laughs> you are, can cut that out are, if you want. Are, are you saying that you play for the other team? I'm saying I'm a heterosexual white male, which is the most endangered then species you have a prick. on the land. Yeah, but I don't. If you're a male, you have a prick. I don't want an, another prick. I don't want somebody to prick me. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I don't want to be pricked. You know the old joke, the difference between a porcupine and a Porsche? Never heard that one? No. Oh. The difference is, on a porcupine, the prick's on the outside. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Insert whatever car you want, you know. Yeah. It's usually one that you can't afford when you say that joke. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, this, the snakes around here really aren't poisonous. I mean, there's no like rattlesnakes or any of that stuff. They like hot temperatures. So. Well, just stay away from me, snakies. Yeah, snakes. they're just like garden snakes and snake? stuff. So I think I was five or six years old, maybe seven, when Indiana Jones was in the theater. And uh, I somehow I had seen it. I don't know, but I had I had seen it. And then my my dad took me to it with some of my friends. And he still tells the story. We were sitting there, and if you remember, they open the ark, and people's faces start melting off, and the ghosts are flying around, and skin's melting, and all this. And I'm serious, I'm like seven years old, something like that. And then the audience is just like, <gasps> my dad said, you were just sitting there laughing. <laughs> That's kind of how I deal with fear, a little. And then he fell out of the snakes. <laughs> and then he fell in the pit of snakes and Cody went <laughs> I, I did I went to the bathroom not like with I didn't leave to go to the bathroom I just peed <laughs> you remember uh, was it Dirty Rotten Scoundrels Steve Martin mm. and he's acting uh, retarded or something and they're at the dinner table and he says I gotta go to the bathroom and they say okay and he just goes Okay. <laughs> Pees himself right at the table. That. Anyway, I think you're going to do yeah. great. You'll have some moments. You'll grow. Yeah, and- just, you know, the, the whole camping thing is just going to be new. Like, if it rains all night, do I do something special when I pack the tent up? Because everything's going to be wet. Or just pack it up and hope that it's going to be dry that night so I can let it air out. So, uh, in that case, if it's uh, sunny when you get up, 
you'll want to kind of hang it to dry for a little bit before you leave camp. If it's still raining, a couple options. You either stay in your tent until it quits raining or put it in your beaver tail. And uh, as you ride, it will air out. At least the rain fly for sure. Right, because I figured you probably don't want to pack the rain fly in the tent in the same bag if they're wet. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you do that, could get mold and stuff, but. Well, I mean, because you're going to take the tent, which is dry. Yes. And wrap it around the, yeah, wrap it around the rain fly. So usually, uh, first thing, get up, take the rain fly off, set it out in the sun or hang it on a branch, something just to let it air out. Even when it's, even when it's not rainy. And then I throw my sleeping bag up over the tent and let it air out. If it's still raining, don't do that process. <laughs> Pack everything up um, inside the rain fly. Yes, inside the tent. Now, also, I'm not sure on your tent, but I'm betting, because it is similar to mine in the same brand, you technically could take the inside part down while the rain fly is still up. Mm. So you could pack up your sleeping bag, your tent, everything while you're under the cover of the rain fly. I'll send you a link to a video. I watched somebody do that. Hopefully you don't have to do that crap, but yeah, you never know. It's better to be prepared. I know that tent that I wanted to get. Yeah. Not red verse. Uh, you put up the rain fly and the tent actually just clipped to the poles. So that one was uh, like that. Yeah. Um, I'm not you, sure. I'm going to have to. Do you to, have a footprint for yours? Or are you using a tarp? Or I, I got remember. the tarp from Walmart. Okay. Cool. It's double the size of what I need. So I can either have it cover the ground. I'm very familiar with that part, tarp. Or I can double it up under the tent. Very familiar with that tarp. Hmm. Yes, That's I need a to good piece of kit. Practice. Yeah. Just uh set it up a time or two. Even if it's on your driveway or something. Yeah, I, if I get some. I mean nice it's weather. not hard, but it's just cool to like after I don't know how many times, but just like anything else, it kind of becomes muscle memory. And right. yours probably has color coded poles on the end. I'm guessing it's a big Agnes. Mine has two that are orange and the tabs that they go into on the tent are orange. And then the other side's gray. So it's like, it's pretty hard to mess up, but right. You're going to do, you're going to do good. You're going to be like a pro camper when you get back. I want to say the tent is pretty much the same. It's just the rain fly. That's the rain fly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You, that is really cool say rain does come, you've got like a, a sitting area. Like you could put a chair in there and sit in there, right? Yeah. That's cool because I don't know if you watched Tim's video when he was using my Nemo tent. It was pretty slender. Uh, he got caught in rain and snow. Like he basically had to sit in it for two or three days. Oof. And it's not the size of our tent. I mean, it's the most lightest the most smallest it is the lightest smallest packing tent that they make a two-person and it's awesome 
unless you're stuck in the rain for three days, like you start feeling claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure the ground will get wet too. So, but Chappie but. has a kind of a garage on his tent, basically. I mean, you don't fit a bike uh, in there. I don't think. Maybe a yeah. No, the the one I originally wanted the the one that Tim's got now, just the bigger model. Yeah. That one had a garage, but that was a big packing tent. Yeah, um, weighed like fifteen pounds. I think I swear to God, it weighed ten or fifteen. No, pounds. I don't. I don't think it was that heavy. <laughs> it was just like it was a, a normal size, normal pack size. When you're talking about normal tents, yeah, it I was forget a, what a normal pack are. size. I forget, uh, but it had an area where you could pull your bike in and zip it off. Well, Chappie, uh, I have been working on this video fear of solo moto well fear of camping solo tim has one i'm going to send you some links to other people's too hopefully mine will be done before your trip but uh just a lot of tips to help you have success and feel better but the main ones the main ones are how you set your tent and camp up where you stay at a um developed campsite right that's pretty easy i mean but basically, the best tip I've heard or seen is the door to your tent when you unzip it. You want that to be looking either at like your bike or the pretty area. And the part you're not going to be getting out of, you put that towards the quote unquote scariest area. <laughs> Hopefully so if you're no like scary area, well, you know what I mean, though, like. Okay, you look at where you set your tent up and you're like, okay, if an animal came into camp, it would probably come this way. I mean, you can never know, but you put your back to that. So basically, if you open your tent and you're looking out, you see a happy, pretty sight. So you don't open your tent and see and something see the staring scary. at you. Yes. Hello, I am waiting for you to eat you. Now you have some... Uh, some advantages because I know you like Volbeat. Yes. Well, I did some studying because I had a cougar come in my camp and I'm not talking about the cougar that wanted my prick. Okay. Just want to get that out of the way. Like a cougar, like a mountain lion. And I wasn't scared at the time. Then I came home and researched it and I was like, holy shit, that was scary. But apparently there is some science to this. Mountain lions and such don't like human voices and they really don't like loud human voices and this lady was being followed or attacked by a cougar and she was played metallica really loud on her phone and it took off so when i start hearing stuff outside and usually it's just the wind i'll turn on volbeat metallica whatever just like get the hell out of here Hmm. so good tip for you i have headphones if you got headphones you can just listen to a podcast or whatever you sleep to. Probably and then you don't hear the noises outside. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm, like I said, if I stay at the established campgrounds, it'll give me a chance to figure this stuff out without having to deal with a lot of that. Yeah. And if, you do, concern, if you do two or three of those, start getting comfortable. You should try one dispersed if you're feeling it. We'll see. If you're feeling it. We'll see. I mean, I, I'm not sure what the what it's going to look like as I'm going yeah. through. So, you may um, even get a hotel one night. Well, I mean, I 
depending I mean, on how long I'm going to be out, I probably will. Cause yeah, yeah. you're going to have to recharge stuff. Um, going to yes. want to shower. That's the big one. Recharge you know, and then the shower. Yes. And recharge you. Cause I mean, sleeping in a tent, although the mattresses that you bring with you make it more comfortable, still not as comfortable. I'm sure as sleeping in a bed. Except for I took a shitty wife. hotel. I took, yeah, there is that too. <laughs> <laughs> if you have to leave your clothes on, actually, Tim and I both have, have stayed in hotels. There's this put side story. Oh, yo. It's a hotel chain that bought all these crappy, like cracky hotels across the nation. They didn't fix them up. No, they just made them like $27 a night. Didn't paint them, didn't do shit. So in Arizona, Tim and I were on a budget, budget, budget. So basically, we slept in our sleeping bags and our clothes on top of the bed. That's how bad these places were. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. But I took the wife camping on the 4th of July and let her use my sleeping pad that I just got. And I've taken her many times with many different sleeping pads. And she got up in the morning and she said, this thing is a game changer. I wish I could have caught that on video because I haven't done a review for it yet. So you can sleep You need to do that. Yes. But you're right. Like you won't sleep the same as you do in bed. However, I have a shitty bed at home. So that's one of the reasons I love to go camping because I have a nice (laughs) sleeping pad and it's more comfortable than my fucking bed. (laughs) Yeah. No, I got a space shuttle bed. Space shuttle bed. Yeah, Tempur-Pedic. Whoa. So you really get Z's. Yeah. It was Is that one though. that you can adjust her side and your side? or? Yes. Oh, my God. And it's a memory foam. Oh, my God. That's got to be epic. It is. It's very nice. Because I like to sleep in a cloud. Very soft. Not enough support. That's how I like to sleep. The wife, exact opposite. She could probably sleep on freaking tabletop here because she likes a lot of support i like to sink in and just water bed that's what i'm after water bed i would love to but at my age my body can't take it see if it's, it's uh, i toss and turn stuff so if i have too stiff of a bed or a pad something's gonna really hurt in the morning like an arm or just, I can't stay still when I'm awake or asleep, apparently. But I'm jealous you got a Tempur-Pedic. That sounds fabulous. Nothing beats well, a waterbed, though. Nothing beats a waterbed. Had uh, it. Had it? Yeah, I had one a long time ago. But Me uh, too. All my kids were conceived on waterbeds. Got, got rid of it because of the back surgery and all that stuff. Uh, I got rid of it because we got a cat. And the cat fucking <laughs> hated that thing and it kept poking holes. <laughs> mm. But you can temperature control them. Yeah, until the temperature pad breaks. Well, you know. They were like I had mine for bucks. a very long time. They were like 10 bucks. <laughs> they still sell them on Amazon, but my wife won't. She's not on board. One day I'm just going to do it. She's going to come home. We'll have a waterbed again. <laughs> yeah, I used to love the waterbed. My kids don't even know what I'm talking about when I say that shit. That's terrible. Well, now you get the air, air beds. Yeah. Airbnb. No, I mean, they've got like the mattresses where you 
put the air in it to make it harder and softer. Yeah, I want the purple. Sleep number, I think they call them. I want the purple. You want the purple? Yeah, and the girl plays with the huevos on them. You seen the commercial for purple beds? No. She drops eggs on them and they don't break. Oh. She's kind of like Flo from Progressive. Uh, I think I've seen the seat cushion thing hmm. on Instagram. They put the eggs on the purple thing and the guy sits on them and then gets up and his ass is not eggy. Yeah. You don't want eggs on your ass. And then they pull the egg off and drop it on the ground. But I mean, yeah, same, same. I, I know enough about video editing to know that you can fake that shit. Well, of course you can. I mean, if I knew a little bit more about video editing, I could make myself look like a good motorcycle rider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know we got a little off topic, but I think we're on topic. You're going to do great. We're never on topic. You're going to do great camping. You know, you'll learn a lot. I'm sure you'll have a little stumble here and there, but you'll get, it's going to yeah, be amazing. Right. I'm, I'm very happy for you. So when I've told people that I'll be doing it alone, you get the same reaction like, I get. You're well, yeah, nuts. I'm getting like, like the, like the uh, alone. It's like, I'm not worried about the riding part. I mean, if I said I was going to ride from here to Florida alone, no on one the street, care. yeah, anybody would be like, "Whoa, that's a long trip." Yeah, your you butt's going to be safe. sore. That's what they would say. Your butt's going to hurt. But because I've told them it's like an off the beaten path, you know, you they're thinking the I'm going thing. through these single track trails, and it's like that's not what I'm doing. These are they're roads, or you know, it's not. I mean, 30 or 40% of it could actually be road road. Like, yeah, there paved. is some, there is some pace. Yeah, stuff. there is some two lane roading. But, but, but that's the part that got me was that reaction. You're doing that solo. You shouldn't, you can't do that. You shouldn't do that. Oh, that's, and that's how I became addicted to doing it solo. Besides, yeah, I mean, you know, sometimes I'm, you plan for a year to do a trip with your buddy. And then your fucking buddy can't come and it's a bummer. So if you just do it solo, then you don't got The only thing you got to worry about is your dumb, dumb ass self. <laughs> yeah. I, I've got my in reach and you know, every morning when I set out from camp, I will be sending uh, my tracking coordinates or tracking. Yeah. Follow me. Basically. You can yeah. Follow, follow me. me. Yeah. Follow me thing. And Every 10 minutes, uh, the Garmin sends my coordinates to my account, and whoever's following that can see where I am or where I've been. And then I will make sure that the wife knows how to send me a message. I'm yeah, here. yeah, practice that. It's not too hard, but you know, well, want yeah, to because that if she sees that I haven't moved in two hours, she's going to start freaking out and I'm going to have to, you know, yeah. she's going to have to like send me a message. Like I stopped to see something, you know, it's like, it's not. Yeah. And you, you could message her too, probably. Yeah. I've got it set up to where when I, when I go out now, I just, it automatically sends her starting uh, my trip. I, yeah, I'm Says. heading out now and then, you know, those things are pretty it sends cool, her the man. link to where she can follow. I yeah. I got the I got the 
not the inclusive. cheapest plan. I got the $30 plan because Perfect. she could do that. Yeah. I went with the 50 and then uh, lost the subscription. So make sure you're paid up before you leave. Make sure your wife's card hasn't gotten stolen. And then you get a new card and forget what was on auto pay. <laughs> mm. Because the garments work great. And uh, I have a new new one. I have the Zolio, which I am loving. Was uh, sponsored to me for three months, so I've been trying that out. But same same idea. So yeah, you'll have communication. You'll be good. You'll be good. Yes, and I just ordered a uh, SAEY. <laughs> Why? What the? It's a yeah. I know basic so so plugs in your mic and splits. In, in, yeah, behind my headlight, uh, I wired in my GPS. Tom Tom GPS. So that's powered. Tom Tom. So it'll charge while I'm riding. Very good. I also wired in a USB. Did you wire in USB? Your hand warmers? I don't have hand warmers. Oh, smart. So Those of you on Discord know what I'm talking about already. The USB came with a long cord and it's SAE. Mm-hmm. And then the SAE gets wired. So that's that SAE plug is wired to my key switch. Yes. Where so the time time is. I got a Y. That's so I'm going to be able to plug the SAE in and then run one of those to my tank bag. So it'll be the same plug that I use for the BMW. So when I take the tank bag off the BMW and put it on the Honda, I can plug that in. So. If it's raining, the SAE is watertight. Yes. And it goes into the bag. And I've got a USB, two USBs in there that I can charge stuff off of in the bag under the rain cover. Yep. It's awesome. Whereas the USB on the handlebars. Not so much. Well, it is until you plug a USB in. Use it. Yeah. Yes. So it's got a cover, so, but that doesn't help you when you're using it. <laughs> right. So if I have to ride in the rain, I'll SAE be able is to. Great. Yeah. You know what else they do? Because the SAE goes back to your battery. Oh, yours goes to your key. I have one yes. directly from the battery, uh, which is good and bad. But say I need to jump the bike yep. and somebody has an SAE jump, well, I actually carry the cords. I don't have to take nice. the seat off. I don't have nothing. It's just right there. You can just jump it. So Yeah, I need to make sure I have the tools to take my seat off because I'm bringing a uh, starter, battery-charged one. Nice. So I know you've got your tire pump covered. I've got my tire pump. Psy Plus? Psych Plus? Yes. These things are awesome. I used mine on my last trip. I love it. Yes. Thank um, you. And I can use that to charge. I also got a solar power bank. I have a cheap $10 Walmart power bank. Those will last you um, half the trip. Yeah, but... <laughs> I'm just saying that because I bought one of those. That lasted me half the trip for some reason. Right, but once you charge it again... It wouldn't charge again after like oh, 10 times. I've had this for two years. Yeah, I, I wasn't very nice to it, okay? I mean... So I just took it back and got a different one. They gave it to works. Yeah, they're awesome. You'll be good. But I also got the the solar one. I didn't get it because it was solar. I got it because it's wireless. 
I used uh, to have when I get to camp at so night, cool. I can set the phone on top of it and it'll charge the phone. Yeah. Is that um, the one like kind of like mine it has a light too? If you push a button, maybe. I don't know. Um, it, I enjoyed mine. I just lost it. It's orange. Yeah. Um, it's got a, a light on the top of it that like lights up red or uh, you can and make it blink and stuff. But charges solar. It it's can. slowly charges. It's gonna, I've tried yeah, that it's out. It's going to take forever because it's so small. It's like a shit hits the fan situation. Then it's backup, you know. But the power bank is awesome. If it's well, that's what I got similar. it for. I got it for it's the... rugged. It'll take a drop and keep on ticking because it's got like yes. rubber around the outside, right? Yeah, I figure uh, if I need to, I can throw it in the tank bag and charge it while I'm riding. Um, it has three outputs for cords and a wireless. So if I need to charge a couple different things, I can plug it, plug a couple things in. And then I can set the phone on top of it, let it charge. So to me, needed. to me, just looking at you from the outside perspective, Chappie, you're a little worried about camping. I know you'll get that. But I'm you've got the I, hardest part to me down. What's that? It's still the hardest part about my trips. Freaking charging and getting SD cards cleared. And all that. Oh, yeah. It took a lot of trial and error, mostly error, for me to figure out something. And it sounds like you've already pretty much got that part taken care of, which is awesome. Right. People but people that don't film don't know what the hell we go through. <laughs> right. And I've also been doing it for two years, though. So, I yeah. mean, not, not yeah. like I, I'm not as posty as everybody else. I did for a while, and it just... Life changed, and I just don't I have understand. Time. I understand. So, Life changes sometimes, and says "fuck you" and whatever. And it's also it's not like a a business thing. It's a it's a fun thing. You know, yeah. I post videos up. Uh, there's people that want to you know that like to see my videos, but you know, it's mostly memories for me. You know, yeah, and and sharing it with the families and stuff, and kind of where I'm mentally right now. I mean, I do post a lot, but I'm not going to count on an income. It'd be nice, but I want to have right. fun with it. It's it's a lot of work is what we're both saying. It is. So. It's a lot of work. I mean, uh, Amanda, you know, she said that she's constantly posting updates and constantly talking to the camera and stuff. Yeah. I mean, to her, she wouldn't be doing that stuff if she wasn't creating. But on the other hand, she's living that life, you know, and that's fun to her. Yeah. And it, it's fun to me too, but I also have the family and. Well, I mean, it's fun to the point of, yes, I like capturing some of the things I do, but I don't know. I mean, unlike you and Amanda, sometimes going for a ride without the camera is liberating to me. And it used to be to me and, and I do get hell for that, like. I think, honestly, some people don't invite me on some rides, uh, partially because, you know, I'm always worried about the camera. It, it takes a minute, you know, you got to switch batteries, et cetera. Uh-huh. Um, and I know that. And so occasionally now I am consciously taking rides like with Squatch and just not taking a camera. 
and it's great. But I, I, I think enjoy it would be, the process, just not editing. I hate editing, man. It's so hard for me. I don't mind the editing. The I guess the getting – I've missed out on so much of the day because I've had to make sure that Okay, all these batteries are charged. This is done. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you spend so much getting the stuff to the bike. It's a couple hours. And then it's yeah. like, those are two hours that I could have been riding. Yeah. My wife says that watching me pack, unpack, pack, always, every time, the longest part and the hardest part is making sure all batteries are charged, all SDs are emptied. Like, so people that don't do that have a huge jump on us. Yeah. As far as like, I don't know. And like I said, I enjoy some of it, but it, it got to the point where I was passing up some riding opportunities because I didn't feel like dealing with all that or yeah, it was just too much. I totally and then, understand. And then last year when the shit hit the fan with yeah. COVID, it was like. <laughs> and you got not much yeah, time to go ride. When I anything. did get a chance, I just went out. Hey, I mean, I, I took the camera with, with me that. a couple times on the dirt bike and it's like. Sometimes I had it with me and I just forget to turn it on because I was having so much fun. So what I would suggest for your trip, camera-wise, get your morning, you know, tell what your plan is, where where you're at, maybe your lunch stop and your next nightly, just for yourself. Even if you don't post it, like that shit is so cool to look back because I can go back now and watch my Utah stuff. And see where I was and, and remember, oh, yeah, that's what happened that day. It's, that's yeah, cool. All the, and that's not All the really... places I stop, I mean, I'm not carrying the big camera. I've yeah, got. there's no need for the big camera. I've got a 360. I've got uh, a GoPro 7. I've got a GoPro 4. I've got a couple of cheap, cheap cameras that I might fit to the bike somewhere here or there. I haven't decided because the more batteries I bring, the more shit I need to make sure I charge. Yeah. The more SD cards I need to have. More editing later, yada, yada. <clears throat> yeah. Right. What goes with what? But the big camera uh, would be like, for if we go to Niagara Falls, I think I would want a big camera. Possibly. But other than that, yeah. I've been carrying it and hardly ever use the damn thing. Right. See, and I like Amanda uses it for all her video footage. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a tripod thing that I can set up and just use my phone. The camera on my phone is good enough. Yeah. And they are, they're, they're pretty awesome. As long as you don't shake them to death on the handlebars, you're good to go. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, um, I'll never yeah, hear I'm the not, end of that. But like I said, I've got enough. Uh, I have a drone. I don't know if I'm going to bring it. Um, I mean, I bought the thing. I think I've used it a couple times. I need to get out and test the damn thing but like when you get shitty weather like this yeah they are cool but the, it, it adds a whole new element to like where your campsite is or or whatever so you know they're cool right the thing i found is it's a whole bunch of money you spend and it gets like 10 30 seconds in each video if if you do that right but it does go to the next level like it's so cool to leave your camp and see like what's around and yeah, I got it because there have been times when I've wanted something like that and I didn't have it. Yeah. Um, it's I got the itty-bitty small one, so I don't have to register it unless they change the laws. And I can fly as long as 
I follow the rules. As long as you follow the rules or nobody knows that you didn't follow the rules, you're good to go. Right. But it's mostly for, you know, for me. Yeah. I mean, I like flying, stuff like that. You know what else is a cool use for a drone I found? If you're on a trail, BDR, off-road, okay, people, and you're not sure, like, oh, it's kind of technical. Do I want to keep going or turn around? You can fly Hmm. the drone ahead and check out the trail. It beats walking. That's all I'm saying. You can use it for for navigational purpose at certain points. Never heard people say that, but we did it. And That's we decided cool. to turn around. Because <laughs> it didn't get easier. <laughs> no. So I'm bummed. We're bummed. I'm excited for you. Sorry to uh, pull the plug. I was very bummed. And last night I got a strange Insta message. An Insta message. Instagram. Oh, Instagram message. From Amanda. Nice. I have an extra ticket to this um, get on adventure in South Dakota, which oddly enough, I know exactly where it's at because I saw it on my way to Don't You Know and on my way back from Don't You Know. (laughs) Literally, I drove right by where this is. Anyway, uh... So I was bummed that I wasn't coming out to meet you. Got that message. Threw it out to the wife, thinking she'd hurriedly shut it down. Hmm. And to my surprise, she said, it's close. It's close to home-ish. And uh, you're not going to Chappie. I know you're bummed, so you should go. I don't know if she really meant that or not. I don't know. It was just is nice to be and thought re- of and kind of a soon me too. Up because I was, yeah, it's next weekend. I was gonna honestly I was planning on going to do the Colorado BDR next week because if I just sit here and think about how I'm not coming out to meet you, I'm gonna go into that funk place. The funk place? Yeah, not funky town. Funk. Like foot fungus type shit in the head. So, anyway, I'm just saying, sometimes your plans get messed up, sometimes you get depressed, sometimes sometimes you don't let it phase you, but it was a nice uh, distraction, that's also. Thank you, Amanda. Nice. Get on ADV Fest by Revzilla. I wasn't going to tell you this part, because then you'll be mad at me, but if I do go, guess what I get to try? I don't know. What are you trying? We did an episode on it that I didn't want to do. An electric bike? Pan America. Oh. Uh, yeah, if you get in line. But yeah, they got uh, BMWs too. <gasps> oh, really? Maybe I shouldn't go and sit on New bike model demos. Son of a bitch. Thursday, July 15th, base camp opens at 1 p.m. for a check-in. What I thought would be a cheap trip could actually be a very, 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 very expensive trip. New bike demos. I see what it is. Hmm. Motorcycle test rides. Demo the latest AD AD bikes from top brands like BMW and Harley Davidson. What about KTM? I didn't see that on there. Uh, I don't know. 
I mean, if uh, they have yeah. an 890 there and they, they hand me the keys, I'm just going to head home. Brad, Brad, catch me if you can. BMW Taste of GS Trophy. Take the GS Trophy course challenge and get tips and tricks from BMW Performance Center Pros. <laughs> get tips and tricks. Give it up, kid. That's our tip to you. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> you just you wow. should just go home kid <laughs> that's what they would tell me dude please hand us the keys to the bike back and this like uh 10 a.m to 6 p.m are your demo rides it says bmw and harley demo rides well here's the thing it's a real cool gesture and opportunity because i could talk to reps but here's the other thing i'm have social anxiety that's why i like doing back road discovery routes it was it's way out of my comfort zone so yeah i wish this was closer to me i probably would have loved to have done it i think there's one coming out to you later actually about the time i was supposed to be out there there's something out oh yeah you. that's uh Tour tech. tech Max, yes, because I had mentioned to you I don't know that maybe if that's we would hit that. Yeah, yeah, I, I know all the things I'm missing. There, a checklist in my head right now. Depending on how we made it through our thing, I, I may go and do that. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, make it through the Mabder, and, then, and we'll see what and happens. See where you're at, but I am really happy that you're still carrying on. That does make me feel a little better. But me yeah, back here, um, I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to fill a void and still be close enough to home. And because I mean, I I didn't go to Idaho this year. I didn't do Colorado. I didn't do Arizona partially because I needed every penny and didn't want to use, as we call them here, brownie points with the wife. Right. Saving up for this trip and then for it not to happen, like, I'm okay, people. I'm not suicidal, all right. But I did go down in the dumps for a little bit. It was not like, I was not thrilled. Ask Chappie what I kept telling him on the phone. <laughs> I'm going to yeah. go throw up now, Chappie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it sucks, but it sucks. in the same Give us something to look forward to next year. Right, but you have to do what's good for family and stuff like that, too. Yeah. I mean, I know in my head, if I was out there, something went wrong back here. I couldn't live with myself. Right. And people, for, for those of you that are like, oh, it's so far away, just pop a plane home. Um, I have not been disciplined or budgeted enough to have the funds or a credit card to just hop a plane home if shit went south so plus while that the, sounds good and we could be in the middle of freaking nowhere by an airport i mean well yeah i mean if we get off the trail and onto a highway we're at the worst 12 hours from here where we could leave your bike yeah and then, and then uh then a ticket buying a plane or, ticket yeah buying a plane ticket on the spot let's just do that for fun here. Oh boy. So yeah, it's it's not a puss out thing. Just so 
I know. Salt Lake. You're not pussing out. No, it just... And Chappie said, oh, man, but you seemed excited lately. And I'm like, in my head, I still kept thinking, this is going to happen. It's going to happen. It will, just not this year. What's today? Today is the the ninth. But let's just do a one-day ticket. Because that would it's what it would be. <laughs> if I needed to go home from your house tomorrow, what would it cost me? Uh sixteen hundred dollars on United, twenty two hundred dollars on American. Oh my god. Yeah. Eight hundred and seventy four on Delta. But that's with a return flight the next day. Can you buy the return and just not come back? <laughs> Where did they come find you? <laughs> uh, we want a one way. I need to find a. Oh, there it is. One way. One way. Friday, seven nine, from Albany to Salt Lake, two thousand dollars. Yeah. On Delta. Okay. No, wait. It's six oh nine, six hundred nine on oh. Delta. Okay. Well, that's not bad. But let me just say now it's changing. Two thousand dollars was my budget. Now for it's that trip. three ninety eight, six oh nine. 373, 696, 936. So to keep it in perspective, literally $2,000 was my budget to leave my house, go out to Chappie's, come back. That's gas, food, etc. So an additional 2000 was not on the table. <laughs> yeah, it's Albany to Salt Lake City. Delta's got one for 398 but I don't know if it's a special. Yeah, that's the one you have to ride with the chickens underneath. It leaves at 5.39 p.m., gets in at 1 a.m. That's the one that you ride with the chickens underneath, and the pilot says, Yeah, after the fees, it's 400 bucks. One stop, nine hours, one minute. Wow. Down to the minute. How long is the layover? Two hour, two and a half hour layover. So what I've learned is that for Holy next shit. year. <laughs> what? You're going to fly from Albany to Atlanta, Georgia, and then from Atlanta, Georgia to Salt Lake. Dear God. It's like, holy crap, talk about going way out of the way, right? Well, check this out. Every time I order a Firebox product, he's like 30 minutes where they ship. It's 30 minutes south of my house. It goes from there somewhere into freaking California and then to my house. Every Post office time. or FedEx? Uh, I'm not sure how he sends it. Probably FedEx. But it literally I could I could pedal bike in a day <laughs> to where it's at. Yeah, who knows? And it's just crazy. So but yeah, next year what I've learned is I will plan in the budget a plane ticket home just in case something like this is happening. Well, I mean you know, hopefully not. But I learned something. You can over pre-play. Ugh. Over-prepare, over-plan. You can. Put some cushion in your budget. But you can also under-plan, too. So, Yeah. Usually that's my case. Maybe it is this time. I don't know. Yeah, in your plan, there should be contingencies and uh, freedom. See, I never, ever have those in my plans. People know this. Watch. Well, no, I mean, like, when you're planning your trip, you should have some... You know, some idea that shit's going to go wrong, like we've talked about yeah. a million times. And you have to have some freedom. It can't be, uh, I'm going to get up at 7 o'clock, and from 7 to 7.30, I'm going to have breakfast. 
7.31, I'm going to start packing up my tent. At 7.42, I'm going to stuff all that stuff on the bike. And by 7.50, I'm on the road. Yeah, that's not a trip I want to go on. Yeah, if you start doing stuff like that, you get up in the morning and... Start checking the list off and it's no fun. Right, but what I'm saying, you start checking the stuff off on the list and for some reason you're freaking, you pull out your breakfast and find that it went bad or something like that. It's like, well, you ain't having that breakfast. You need yeah. to figure something else out. Kind of been there. Or <laughs> or you're not having your coffee this morning. Let's go. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, or you start putting your tent together and because you're rushing through, you poke the pole through something. It's like, oh, shit, now I got to fix that. Or, you know, things yeah. are going to happen. And if at work I do, the work I do is... Um, precise. It's like baking a cake when you check off the things on the list. You know, you have to put one teaspoon of this. You have to put one cup of that. If you do not do that. Yeah, you can't add lib Shit fucks up. Right. You can't guess it. Um, but I found that when you rush, you make mistakes. If you move at a comfortable speed, you're fine. And things get done a lot quicker because when you rush, not only do you make mistakes, but you move on to the next step without finishing something or forgetting something, or you walk into the room and go, shit, I should have grabbed a clamp that I need to hook to hook up this pipe, but now I got to go get it. Now I just took twice as long that yes. I should have taken if I would have just taken my time. A couple things come to mind. Slow is fast. There's, there is truth to that. Yeah, Russians are not faster than everybody else. Well, I think it was Nelly that said, uh, you ain't from Russia, so bitch, why are you Russian? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, oh, the other one I like is, you never have the time to do it right, but you always have the time to redo it. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's a, it's a bullshit thing. Yeah. So, so there you have it. Yes. And that is, unfortunately, what's going on right now. Yep, the shit show has landed. We'll have more next year. So until then, keep yourself rated M, motherfuckers. Yes. And go see Dan, because he is the man. Yes, more smalls. I love his smalls. That's so cool. Yeah. I told him, you're killing me, smalls. <laughs> yeah, it's that's been pretty cool. Uh, he gave the web, website a shout out. Yeah. Because he discovered he was on it. <laughs> We love, we love cool. Dan the Man, Mototomic. Yeah. Throttle you can head over the, Yeah, you can head over to the website. Uh, there is a link to Mototomic and Motocamp Nerd. If you use the code Throttled ADV, T H R O T T L E D A D V, no spaces, no, just those letters, all in one word. You can 20%? save 20% at mototomic.com. 10%? At motocampnerd.com. Ben just got back from his trip and he said he enjoyed it very much. Yeah, these are motorcycle-owned businesses that are just getting off the the design floor. Uh, Yeah. They're both in business for less than a year. So, And they are not like Costco, okay? These are family-owned, family-working, chasing the American dream and helping, helping motorcyclists out. Motorcyclist owned. These people ride. Go support them. Help them out. And get some cool stuff. 
Absolutely. Scratch their back, they scratch yours, whatever, however you want to look at it. It's just cool. Save some money. Yeah, Moto Camp That's Nerd has nice. Yeah, Moto Camp Nerd has high quality moto camping gear that works for a moto camper. You know, if you're riding a bike and thinking about camping, his whole I guess inventory is with the motorcycle camper in mind. Yes. So small car camper quality. Yep. Good stuff, man. Right. I mean, it'll work for car camping. It'll work for even if you're backpack camping because it's small. Small, light. You got it. Good stuff. Yes. And then you head over to Mototomic. He's got motorcycle-inspired apparel that is made with the motorcyclists in mind. The hoodie, the gas can, can't speak highly enough of it, was made to fit tight so you can wear it under your jacket. Get to the chopper shirt. I don't even know if that's on the site. Last time I looked... It is. Oh, cool. You're on the site. That is crazy. Somebody told me that the other day, too. Yes. <laughs> They're like, Wearing I saw your ugly mug shirt on there. With your buff. Yeah. See, I said you got to do the one without my face in it. That's the only way you'll sell shirts. <laughs> <laughs> I also told Dan, when that chick that you have on there sometimes replaces me, I'm not going to feel sorry. I totally understand. <laughs> She's a model. Yeah. All righty. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. Both of your um, ear holes. Yes. <laughs> I just want to remind everybody that there is a Discord. If you listen to the show, come join us in the Discord. Uh, say hi. There's an area for you to leave suggestions for the podcast, questions for me and Cody to ask. Or I've had questions some questions to ask us. I've had some questions about Discord, including myself. You've it's had a, it's a new platform Discord. for me. Yeah. Uh, somebody asked me, how do you, do you have to at somebody to reply? Say we're in general. Um, doing the at somebody usually gives them a notification. Okay. But if we're in the general section and we just message, it goes to the whole general section, right? Yes. It's okay. just people will not get notifications. If it's something that's important that you want an answer to, like um, if you Hey, are need we a, meeting at uh, this time? Do you need a question answered about the server or about something? You could do like at admin and then the people that are admins would get a notification or okay. you can do at everybody and it'll I mean, that usually makes it for everybody. Like if you have something that if somebody's like causing a ruckus in there and pissing people off, you could do like an at everybody and then say, hey, so-and-so is pissing people off and everybody would get that notification. So everybody could go in there and tell so-and-so to cut the shit. Now now I know what happened. Okay. (laughs) No. (laughs) <laughs> no, uh, no. Thanks for the clarification, because uh, I think it was Paco Pete asked me uh, the other day, and I was like, "Yeah, well, I can tell you a fake answer and pretend like I know what I'm talking about, or I can uh, actually talk to Chappie and uh, get the real answer." <laughs> I think we'll do that option. Yeah, pa- Paco Pete um, had a second. A second. Uh, there were two Paco Petes. Whoa! So Paco Pete, when you when you go in, if the original 
sign up that you had is something that you're going to come back to. I renamed it PP2. That way it would not be confusing. <laughs> it's confusing to me. Well, there were two Paco Pete's. So two now pee-pees? there's a. No. Now there's a Paco Pete. And then the other Paco Pete was named PP2. Paco Pete 2. <laughs> we can make this shit up, people. It just happens. It just happens. But one of them has a picture, one of them didn't. I assume that the picture one's probably the original. Well, the original one, something happened, he couldn't get back into it or something. Um, if we find out later that he doesn't want it, we can have it removed. Yeah. I just didn't want people to start messaging that one and he can't reply to it or yeah. he's not getting his messages or whatever. Gotcha. So I just named it PP. PP. Yes. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening and loving you guys on the discord. My favorite part is being able to see like pictures of your bikes and, and or yourselves. It's really cool. It makes it so much more personal. Yeah. If you want to become part of the discord server, just go to the website and there is a link in the contact, contact us page. And there is a link on the resources page. So, and there's a link on PP2. You can have a link on your PP if you want. I'm yeah. staying away from that. Depends. Uh, my uh, tattoo artist you wear the said, I'll tattoo it if you hold it. <laughs> <laughs> I never took him up on that. <sighs> yeah, nope. All right. And on that note, thank you all for listening. And until next week. Brap. Through depression and on to the next adventure, people. 